All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics beat the Pistons 117-108. No Jalen Brown, no Al Horford, no Malcolm Brogdon, no Time Lord, no problem. Jason Tatum continues his MVP walk at this point uh, with a 43-point 10 rebound performance. This was as good as it gets from Jason Tatum tonight. Uh, It seemed like at every point, Jason Tatum could do whatever he wanted to do. Uh, You got to love him getting on the boards because the Celtics were getting attacked on the boards uh, in that first half. Got out rebounded by 13. Jason Tatum, Grant Williams stepped up got to the boards at a very heavy clip that second half here. But really, really strong performance from Jason Tatum today. Uh, 14 of 28 from the field, 7 of 15 from three, uh, and continued to just do absolutely everything at an extremely high level. Like this this is a game that had trap written all over it. Right, you're down. All of these guys. It's the second night of a back-to-back. You don't want to play monster minutes. And what happens tonight? Joe Missoula runs with these starters. Grant Williams played 45 minutes today. We'll talk about him in the later in this podcast. Uh, really solid game from him. But this is a situation. This is a game where you're coming off of a a game yesterday, literally yesterday. And you're down four four starter quality guys, and again, this isn't a good Detroit Pistons team, right? They're not a they're not a good team by any means. They talked about it on the broadcast. They every single game this season, fourteen games for the Pistons, they've trailed by ten plus points at one point. So this is not a good team by any means. However. You have a lot of things going against you if you're the Celtics. And they rallied through it for their sixth straight win. A lot of it came on the back of Jason Tatum just going on absolute God mode, uh, continuing his MVP walk here. Uh, We had some other really good performances tonight, though. I talked about Grant Williams in his 45 minutes. This is an underrated Grant Williams game. 19 points, 10 rebounds, 3 of 6 from 3. Uh, overall was just doing a little bit of everything defensively another really solid game checked Jaden Ivy a couple times uh, checked Isaiah Stewart a couple times like played really strong that end of the floor but also rebounded at a very high clip uh, and then as far as the offensive side goes he had the play of the year for the Celtics right you have that beautiful Marcus Smart steal throws it behind the back, gets it to Jason Tatum, who throws that alley-oop to Grant Williams, who just flushes it down. So Grant Williams did everything tonight. John Corrales tweeted this earlier. There was a there was a game at some point last year where Jason Tatum had a pretty easy alley-oop to Grant Williams, and he was asked about it post-game. He said, 
There are only two te- two players on this team that I'm going to throw a lob to, and that's Jalen Brown and Robert Williams. And tonight, he got Grant. And it was a beautiful, beautiful alley-oop for him today, too. Uh, so really just overall, like that's one small snapshot of a really overall great game from Grant Williams. He had that huge step back three at the end of the third too, uh, that really put this Celtics team back in rhythm because there were a couple runs that these Pistons made. Like we trailed this game. The Celtics trailed multiple points throughout this game. Uh, but we had a couple of massive shots from Tatum, a couple massive shots from Grant. And honestly, a couple of massive shots by Marcus Smart. There are a lot of people, you know, myself included, that do not like when Marcus Smart goes out and shoots threes. It's been validated. His three-point percentage, not high. But there were two different scenarios tonight where Marcus Smart hit massive, massive threes. So you want to talk about a guy stepping up? Marcus Smart has continued to do that. This is, obviously, I talked about it last game. Marcus Smart did not get double-digit assists last game. He was in foul trouble, only played, I believe it was 24 minutes. Tonight played 43, had 18 points, 10 assists, 7 of 17 from the field, 4 of 10 from 3, 4 of 10 from 3, great for him, right? One turnover. One turnover. 10 assists, one turnover. So Marcus Smart is playing at just an all-time level. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star this season. I don't think that's on the table. But this guy is playing at such a high, high level. Sean Coates in the chat just mentioned this as well. Five steals tonight. I already talked about the one that he threw for the full court. uh, Well, actually, back to Tatum for that alley-oop to Grant. That's one of his five steals. So this team is gelling at, you know, I don't want to say it too early because I don't think it's ever too early to be playing this great of basketball, but they're playing at an all time pace, right? We talked about this in the last podcast as well, but this offense right now is on pace to be the best offensive team of all time. That is a huge huge comment like that is a huge feat uh sean Coates. again we're scary good yes we are and you love to see that especially for this team this early because you know go back one year that wasn't the case right we started off we were below 500 in january of last season and obviously we dealt with all of the email situation had to get rid of him. Joe Missoula gets the interim head coach job. Uh, and you really start to get worried. It's like, oh my God, everything that we built last year from a, a defensive identity out the window, right? Time Lord missing the beginning of the, the season, right? He's coming back soon. Uh, but at this point, you look at the Celtics team, they have persevered through absolutely everything this season. And it was just, it's been great to watch. Like it's been a a fun season to watch, but on top of, you know, Grant Tatum smart, we had other solid performances. You know, I've given Blake Griffin a bunch of crap this season. 
And deservedly so, I would say, in most circumstances. I don't think he's been good. Tonight, I thought he was solid. Seven points, six rebounds, active hands defensively, tipped a couple passes coming into the lane. A couple of great screens that opened up very easy shots. Sam Hauser was on the on the positive end of that is the only three point shot that he made. This is another tough game for him. Uh, but overall, Blake Griffin, I thought played solid. You know, this is a, I feel like Joe Missoula has tried to keep Cornette running that in that second unit. He's tried to keep Brogdon in that second unit. So we've seen guys like Derek white and Blake Griffin. This is the second start for Blake, right? I don't think he's above Cornette on the depth chart. Uh, but again, Missoula likes to run similar lineups, similar rotations on a game by game basis. So Blake Griffin tonight was on the starting end of it and played really well, really well. Um, Cornette was another one played eight minutes tonight, six points in the first quarter. The Celtics were in the penalty with six minutes, 47 seconds left or something like that. Derek White got to the free throw line for two, but Cornette got there four times, right? So he was really asserting himself down low. It wasn't a game where he played a lot of minutes, only played eight tonight. Kind of odd. I'm still trying to wrap my head around Joe Mazzulla and his rotations. I think Joe's done a, a great job of adjusting, but instead of Cornette, we saw a lot of Noah Vonley tonight. He got 20 minutes, and I think I think that he made the most of it. I'm still very nervous every time he steps on the floor because I feel like he fouls every time he gets near the ball. Uh, but two points, seven rebounds, two assists for Vonley tonight. Took a three, missed that. Don't like him taking those shots. It was kind of a early contested three that just shouldn't have been taken. But it happened. So be it. Celtics were up by a bunch at that point. But Noah Vonley did really well on the boards today. So overall, you look through this team, the only guy that I don't really think played well was Derek White. And I've, you know, given him a lot of praise. Tonight was not his night. Sam Hauser actually wasn't his night either. I think defensively, both of them were okay. Derek White, still solid, solid defender. Uh, But overall, Derek White, Sam Hauser, not their day. Uh, Pritchard, I think he went in, had a lot of energy, continued that from last game, chipped in five points, two rebounds, two assists. Overall, it was solid. It wasn't a great game from him, but it's also not a game where he's getting a ton of minutes and going out and, you know, trying to create a bunch of offense on his own. So you look at this game, the Celtics came in with a huge disadvantage down, you know, three starters, four starter quality players and really turned turned the gas on, right? Another thing that the Celtics have really been plagued with, one of their, you know, Achilles heels all season long turnovers. This is a, a game where they kept it to seven, seven turnovers tonight. Again, anytime you can get under 10, that's a really solid game. They did a really good job of keeping the ball and just moving it constantly, creating good shots. This was a this was a tough game shooting wise from three, at least compared to what we're used to seeing. Eighteen of forty nine, thirty seven percent. 
don't like seeing those numbers. Uh, but overall, they made up for it by getting to the free throw line 24 times. We talked about Jason Tatum getting to the free throw line, but everyone at a very you know heavy clip, 21 of 24, 87.5% from the free throw line today. Really solid. Really solid. Another high assist game as well. 27 assists on 39 field goals made. So the Celtics are playing at an all-time level right now, and this is without a lot of their core. So you got to you know, put your hands together for them because this is just the Celtics continuing to roll. Six straight wins. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Now, I do want to talk about a couple things. I want to talk about some of the negatives. I also want to talk about some of the injuries here. Uh, before we dive into all of that, though, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors and then we'll be right back this podcast is brought to you by hopewell hemp farms hopewell hemp farms is your only source for the highest quality american grown hemp products if you're like me and love to be active whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league or your level of activity is limited to yard work one thing is for certain as you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So let's dive into some of the negatives here. Again, this section, keep it short. It's a back-to-back. -back. We're missing a bunch of guys. Don't want to dwell on a lot of it. Uh, I feel like I say that a lot on this podcast. Uh, the rebounding continued to be an issue tonight, which when you're down Al Horford facing a, a pretty scrappy Pistons team, I think that's to be expected. Uh, I do think a lot of guys stepped up, right? Jalen Brown has done a great job rebounding most of this season. Uh, so we were also down him, which hurts. But Jason Tatum, Grant Williams, thought played pretty well on that front. 
Uh, overall, though, Celtics got out rebounded 50 to 42 tonight. Uh, and the thing that hurt the most, offensive rebounding, once again, 11 offensive rebounds for the Pistons. So, again, it continues to be one of the things that the Celtics need to try and put more of a focus on. It's going to happen. It like it's not gonna. We're not gonna see a game where we don't give up any. Like naturally, there's gonna be a long, long ball that just finds the other team. It is what it is. Can't really control that. Uh, but overall, you got to try and limit it a little bit. Eleven, far too many. Uh, so besides that, you really don't have uh, a ton of negatives to look at. I talked about Derek White a little bit. His shooting night really, really tough. And not only was it, you know, from deep, he was one of five from three. He also had a couple of really, really good looks at the rim. Like you got to give him credit. He was very aggressive. He was getting to the rim. He tried to kind of fill that void that you're missing with Malcolm Brogdon. Not so much Jalen Brown. He's not really, no one really can replicate Jalen Brown uh, besides, you know, Tatum who's out playing him at this point. But uh, I think I like the way he played. The shots just were not falling for him today. Sam Hauser is another one. Uh, we talked about it last game. Struggled from three. I believe he was actually one of six from three last game as well. So another one of six performance. Uh, and this is after Sam Hauser was, you know, leading the NBA in three-point percentage at like 56%. Something ridiculous. Uh, but two straight games of one for six from three. So struggled. In that aspect, uh, it's again, I'm not, it's not something that I'm worried about. I think overall, Sam Hauser will get better shots when we have a full team, right? Tonight, I think the offense is a little bit scattered because we're really relying very heavily on Jason Tatum and Jason Tatum alone. Uh, I think that the, the rest of the guys stepped up. Like we obviously saw a big game from Smart, we saw a big game from Grant. But when everyone's trying to create offense, it's a little bit harder for someone like Sam Hauser to come off a screen or space the floor. So I think the looks today were just a little bit more challenging than he's used to seeing. And I think it's something he's going to work through. Like, especially when we have guys like Brogdon and Jalen back in the game, uh, less, you know, a lot of people can focus on Sam Hauser in a game where, you know, you're out there with Blake Griffin and Marcus Smart beyond the three-point line because they're not really worried about chasing them out to the three-point line. But when you have Brogdon and Jalen who can both shoot, they need to stay honest with those guys. Uh, so it kind of avoids people sucking in and finding guys like Sam Hauser. Uh, so overall, again, take that out. It is what it is. Second night of a back-to-back, down a bunch of guys. Not too worried about the offense on that side of the things. Uh, overall, really solid game, really solid win. Uh, I do want to talk about you know, the injuries, the health. And we'll talk about standings and all of that as well here. But Malcolm Brogdon, out second game, right hamstring tightness. Tightness being the key word there. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a huge issue. Jalen Brown, questionable coming into today's game. Again, he hurt his left knee, uh, I guess, in the fourth quarter, middle of the fourth quarter. 
uh, knocked knees, and he ended up playing the rest of the game. So I'm not super worried about that either. But again, it's something that has hurt him before. So hopefully, like you know what we've seen with Rob, this isn't something that continues to linger. I don't think that's the case, but it's something to look out for. Again, with him being questionable today and it being the Pistons, I would assume they were just, you know, air on the side of caution and just decided to sit him uh, because they didn't really think they needed him. Hoping that's the case. The Celtics obviously are off tomorrow, not playing three straight games, but they do play again on Monday. But again, even that game is against OKC. So it's not a, not a very tough competitor in this league. So I wouldn't be super surprised if Brogdon or Jalen or both sit. I also wouldn't be surprised if they played. Uh, What I can say, Al Horford, most likely going to play. You know, they want to put low back stiffness. This is low back-to-back stiffness. Like he's just not going to play back-to-back games this year. And I think everyone's come to grips with that. 36 years old, shouldn't need to, right? The Celtics have other guys. They've, you know, they're 6-0 and in back-to-backs this season. Not really worried about it. You know, those are, you know, 6-0 and without Al Horford. So as long as the Celtics continue to do this, uh, they're going to be scary. They're a scary, scary team right now. Uh, And right now, when you look at the standings, they're right at the top, right? Like obviously Milwaukee is, you know, sitting in that number one spot at 10 and two, uh, but they did lose last night's game. So we are a half game behind of Milwaukee right now. And we do own the longest win streak in the NBA at six games. Yeah. One of the things that, you know, I was looking at early on in the season was scoring differential as well. Yeah. We were at like 0.2 plus 0.2 through, you know, I want to say six games of the season. We're now at plus six. Uh, and that right there leads. It is the third best different scoring differential in the Eastern conference. So overall you look at this team and they're playing at such a high level offensively, the defense still sagging behind a little bit. It's still something that they need to improve on. But when you have Rob coming back, when you've got Al Horford healthy in the lineup, this team is different. This team is different. This is a season where I'm very much expecting Jason Tatum to be top one, two, or three in the MVP voting. Uh, I honestly, like really honestly, think that Jason Tatum is winning MVP this year. He is playing at a level that we just have not seen And he was pretty close in the MVP standings last year. And this is a level that he did not reach last year. He started slow. This season, he has done the absolute opposite and is just crushing teams right now. Uh, And then when you bring back Rob, who obviously Marcus Smart was defensive player of the year, but you want to talk about, you know, guys having an impact on the defensive end. It's hard to say that Rob's not right at the top of that list either. So bringing him back, having a full squad, not needing to go to guys like Cornette or Vonley changes this team in a, in a massive way. So really, really looking forward 
to this season as a whole because there's a there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Celtics fan. But that is where we're going to wrap things up here. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap, and make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Everything helps. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?